guys are Ben Trevojevic here from the Manly Seagulls. Here comes through Luai. The Super Coach Experience podcast is one of the best podcasts going around, boys. Keep doing what you're doing, and yeah, I just want to say what a podcast. Go the Mighty Eagles. Hey lads, you and Aiken here from the New Zealand Warriors. Hope you have a big year with the Super Coach Experience podcast. Hello, KFC Super Coaches. It's the Countdown Show, Round 19. I'm Tom Sanks, and we've got a huge panel tonight with the Super Coach Experience boys. Uh, everyone knows Tim Moody, last year's champion. But first, we'll go to Mike. Great to have you on the show for the first time. How's your team travelling? Yeah, so good to be here. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, it's, it's going well. Um, anyone that follows me on the podcast, yeah, started really shaky. But yeah, in 1,573, which is which I'm happy with, but when I'm sitting next to Timmy and that, like they're doing just so much better than me. So, um, yeah, just trying to do the best I can to finish. Enjoy your own wins, brother. Enjoy yeah, your own wins. Well, sure. Speaking of, you're absolutely flying. 21st. Mm, it's getting a bit huge, full on. Yeah, it's getting a huge chance of going back to back, surely. Yeah, I wouldn't call it huge. Like, I'm not going to rule myself out and say it's impossible, but it's a lot of points. It's 520-ish points away. Um, I don't have a great deal of trades. I had more trades this time last year when I was sitting in first. So um, it's a bigger challenge. So uh, sp- uh, speaking of trades, mm. you've got big decisions coming up given that there's a COVID crisis hitting the NRL. There's talk that there's going to be bubbles again. Uh, it's not going to happen in the next couple of weeks, but it could happen uh, prior to the finals. I think that's good. I think we need that. Well, uh, not good for you, the families, but if you lo- well, in terms of supercoach, what are your tactics here? I mean, we've already lost. I'm just going to run it through it here. Yeah. You've got Brett Kamali and Tim Sheen, so two of the coaches out for the the Tigers. Avarillo's out for the Bulldogs. You've got Jake Turbo and Andrew Davey out as well this week. Um, there's talk that there's going to be lockdowns uh, around. Sydney and New South Wales soon, regardless of what's happening really? with the NRL. Yeah, right. So it's it's getting it's getting pretty crazy in the COVID situation right now. The NRL is saying uh, via Volandis that uh, there could be bubbles, could be lockdowns, etc. So what are your what are your plans? How many trades do you have? Like what what are you thinking around this? All you're doing at the moment, Tom, is giving me anxiety because like <laughs> I've been doing my numbers for trades. I've like, used two this week and two that week, and then. Maybe two the week after. That leaves me one to emergency. Now, this, I think the emergency thing, like, look, let's look at who's out. No one relevant this week. All of these people, Tim Sheens, we can take that. Um, but I think it's a warning. Mm. It's, it's, it's letting us know that it's around. Take the warning, because next week it could be the five, six biggest names in Supercoach. So are you going to go hard with your trades, or has this COVID news like, basically said to you, hold back? I think we're going to have to go hard and just sort of pray to the super coach gods that they don't sneeze on my players. Yeah. Well, I guess the thing is, if they do go into bubbles, then there's not going to be too many people getting COVID. Whereas I actually have a lot of trades. I've got eight trades after this week with two this week. So I'm actually hoping that COVID ravages the competition and then I'll be able to pull a few trades. Do Stephen Bradbury like come from... um, From, uh, well, I don't really want to say that, (laughs) 8,000th. That's in a respectable rank. That's the top uh, 10%. Uh, well, we'll talk that. about five, five, six percent. Yeah. I'd say solid. To be honest, uh, what are your thoughts with these COVID tactics? 
A little bit different. I think, you know, if you're on the opposite end where I know a lot of coaches would be using their boost, they'd be very like low on trade. So mm. what I would be doing is kind of just making sure in each position you've got a backup player. So in your dummy halves, your halves, make sure you've got a backup player. Because, for example, say you only have Cameron Munster, no backup 5'8", and he goes down with COVID. Like, I know he just had it, but say a play goes down, you don't have a backup. Mm. You could be in some trouble, especially if he's already used your two trades. So I think ensure you've got at least one bit of depth in each position and yeah i think holding on to trades has never been so important so so you're talking about like if a guy was sort of ranked in 21st only had reed marnie and tyrone <laughs> wishard as his hookers he might be in a little bit of trouble there he may be yeah okay yes. here we go uh that's what the countdown show is about giving people advice We've got heaps of questions coming through so what have we got here i can't Talk. There's a lot of uh, chat about what's going on with my forehead right here. It was a scratch from my two and a half year old. So you get that on the big chat games. About that, um, Mikey looks like Morgan Harper. Players are coming for Let's discuss this. Let's, let's, get the, comes through, let's get this thing is going. I think Mikey looks like nearly anyone you can think of. Yeah. He looks a little bit like Morgan Harper. He looks a little bit like Anari Tawala. He's got a little bit of Stephen Crichton about him. He even looks like Fritz. Prince. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's a lot of... Yeah, he blends into a the different... The artist formerly known like. as Prince. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> Happy with there's all of those. Heaps of stuff coming through. So send your zingers through, guys. We'll have the final teams in a sec. Um, Zinger. One in three on this panel eats more KFC than the others. Guess who? Guilty. If Manu is Manu definitely out, we'll get to that in a sec. But um, looks like Joseph Manu will play. Nice. Um, at least thanks to has the best haircut for once. Mm. <laughs> um, what else have we got here? Oh, we'll get to that in a sec. But um, we'll have final teams for you very shortly. In terms of tonight's game, it's the Broncos v the Eels. Big super coach players in this game. Ezra Mam is one of the most sold players. Do you own him and will you be selling? I, I own Ezra Mam still. Um, yeah, look, as I said, I'm a bit light on trade, so I'm not selling right now. I'm very tempted to. I think it makes sense where he's sitting right now with the most trades. But at the same time, like his break even's not too bad. Uh, 33-ish or something like that? Yeah, it's, it's not the greatest matchup, but hey, he's had a lot of attacking like you know, upside lately, and the Broncos keep turning up even when you don't think they will. So um, I'm holding personally because I'd rather, I think holding a trade's way more valuable than But maybe not playing him? Yeah, I'm, I'm not playing him this week. I think, yeah, I, de- I don't like playing him this week, but I'm going to hold on, hope he surprises me as a big game this week, and yeah, I can look to sell him for a bit more money. So, But yeah, it makes sense that he's one of the most sold. In terms of the final teams, the Broncos team has just dropped. They've only got the one change with Flegler coming into the starting 13. Um, Payne Haas has been cleared, which is big news for super coaches. Do you still own him? What are your plans with him going forward? No, I don't have him. I wouldn't be looking to get him back. Just with the amount of lack of trades and... Yeah, it's I, not required for my side. I don't need any more props. I'm hoping. I've held him for a while and I've gone through that period of him averaging 50-odd points for five or so weeks. I'm hoping after this rest for two weeks that he'll come back and um, start firing and get up there again with guys like Tapanay, um Isaiah Papali'i, etc. in that position. So you're playing him this week then? Yeah, we're well, playing yeah. him tonight, yeah, yeah so I need to make that decision tonight. We'll have the Eels team in a sec, but we're expecting Madison to play, which is big news for them. Will Penasini, third most sold player this week. 
Uh, what yeah, you, if you haven't already sold him, I could understand for sure. Like, you're trying to get your final sides now, and he might not be that guy. He's the kind of guy that you probably can play some weeks. He just doesn't have the upside that some of the others that you'd be chasing. So people are probably either trying to get the likes of um, Val Holmes, Toto into their side in the centres. Maybe they want Garrick if they don't have him. Joey Manu. There's a lot of options there, so you'd definitely be looking to swing him on, even though he's done a good job for us. Yeah, Panasini's gone for me. He's starting to leak cash. He's one of those rookies who... Um, absolutely killed it at the start of the year, but the rookie season in Supercoach is really tough. Mm. Oh, sorry, in the actual NRL is really tough. So he's one of these guys who's hit the wall a little bit, but hopefully he can fire up for the Eels in the coming weeks. What are your thoughts on Dylan Brown? Uh, well, Mitch Moses. I want to talk about Mitch Moses with you because mm. he was your big um, in mm. on that buy round. You captained him. Mm. That made you go up a whole bunch of positions. How do you think he'll go tonight against the Broncos? And are you VCing him? Not VCing him. How do I yeah. think he's going to go? I don't know. I'm really nervous. He's... I've been so tempted all week to sell him, but selling him. It's only because I'm curious on some other players. Like, you know, obviously I'd like to have Nicholas Hines in my side. I'd like to have DCE in my side with the amount of people that are talking about getting DCE. I'm just worried that he's going to kill it because everyone's doing it. Um, but, look, I think I just need to trust Moses tonight. Just hope he, if, if he can get me 50 points, I will take it. If he gets more than that, I'll be stoked. I've got the Eels team has just dropped as well, and Madison is in, which is big news. What are your thoughts on Madison this year? Look, I think if you brought him in hoping him to play the bye and then be disappointed and for him to come back now, I think he could be good for the run home because I think a lot of us in a position, if we need a second role, would be going after your Fafitas, your Cameron Murrays. I think some people might forget Madison just because how much he's costing and other people might have gone lane. So, yeah, I, I like him. Would I bring him in right now? I don't I don't think I would, but hmm. for those who are holding... Good hold, not a buy, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. It's too, yeah. If, he, if he absolutely kills it this weekend, then a lot of people we will be all over him next week, I'd say. Yeah, especially if you but, get the idea that that rib's not bothering him, he's taking some hits yep. and he's bouncing back fine, good to go. If there's plenty of offloads tonight, then absolutely lock him in. Right now, send your questions through. We've already done a few, but we're going to pimp your teams. So many questions coming through on Facebook. You can hit us up at, twi at Twitter as well with the hashtag AskSuperCoach. Uh, we've got Teddy or Latrell, a really good question at fullback. Mm. Do you want to comment on this like, before I chime in? Oh, yeah, to me, uh, we've been talking about this uh, a lot this week. Tedesco, it's, I just think he's the scariest. Like, the, if there was one player I have to have, it's Tedesco. I think with the run home and with all these fullbacks going down, I think not having Tedesco could be like detrimental to your side. So they're both really good players. The Bunnies draw is a bit tough. Latrell has he's pretty good against the tough teams, but I'd just be too scared not to own Tedesco. I still think he's not at first gear. I still think he's just below it. And if you can get the first gear, you know what he's like in Supercoach. So mm. uh, it'd be Tedesco every day of the week for me. I really can't split them for me just because... Um, Luttrell's looking great. He's just come back from overseas. He's done the whole America thing. He's done a documentary. He said no to Origin. He's going to do the job for the Bunnies. So all the ticks there. It just seems right. Feels good. He was looking good the last two weeks. But touches the ball a lot less than Turbo. Yes. I feel like the Roosters will time their run well into the finals, and that should mean he should go well as well. 
But it's just really hard. I have Luttrell and I got him because it was like a bit of a trying to be sneaky over the buy period to get at those extra points. But if I could pick one or the other now and it wasn't going to cost me a trade, I'd probably go with Teddy rather than Luttrell. Teddy just gets his hands on the ball so much. And uh, I'm going to go with Munster this week just because he's so far clear at 5'8". But next week I'm hoping to get in Tedesco with a mm. few little... Uh, uh, little dual position trades there as well, spinning a guy like uh, Nico Hines. I just think that he is on the ball so much. The problem I've got with Tedesco is that how are the Roosters actually going to go? Like, they're not that good a team this year, and that means that could be detrimental for Teddy. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a good point, but when they're against like a weaker matchup, he seems to just absolutely abolish him. And I wouldn't say your Dragons are a weaker matchup this week, but I think for they most are. of them. They're a, they're a good target look, to be playing this they're year. Playing they're playing at their home. Attacking footy game. against them, like they're actually. I think it's one of the boys on the um, Supercoach Champs um, show found a stat or something to do with fullbacks against the Dragons have been the best. Right. Um, yeah, so I think maybe so Gary's lock a good it in next week. Maybe All even, right. you know, I could could pull a reverse trade live on the live. show. It could be happening mm. soon. Uh, Zingers are coming through. They're saying Mike has a voice for radio. <laughs> Dulcet you. tones. Uh, Richard Mercer, it's sexy. Richard, it, it, it is. It really is. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know the green telly tubby played Supercoach. I don't mind that. Mm. If you do send a zinger, it'll pop up the on the screen like this. <laughs> and, um, and if you do win the zinger of the week, you can win one of these balls sitting on the panel right here. Um, saying, could you flip the QR code for the five extra trades? Rob Sutherland stitched me up so well for that one. Um, Teddy, Teddy's due for a double ton. It could happen. Um, lots of Teddy V. Latrell questions. Kalen Ponger, though. Hey, hold on. You, the zinger, you didn't complete the zinger. Mikey has a voice for radio if there was a radio for deaf people. I don't get what that means, but complete the zinger. <laughs> no, they weren't being nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was just hit. going with the compliment, <laughs> the compliment <laughs> part of it. Just because he's stay, popping stay, his chair, you don't have to go easy on him, mate. Zing him up, you know, get that spice in there. It's just such a I had an actual genuine question voice. come through, which I think is a good discussion point because I've heard some people talking about it as KP as a pod, and the more you talk about pods on these sorts of programs, the less they become a pod. But to balance that out for people that do want to get KP and they want to keep him as a pod, I don't think it's a great buy. Only because, I, not because I don't think KP's not the, great, the greatest or the draw's not that great, all of that. I just think there's better options. And if you're purely doing it just because it's a pod, it's no good. Do the guy that you think that's going to get the most points. If he was dual position, then you'd be all over him as a 100%. pod. But at fullback, it's just such a stacked position this year with Tedesco, etc. Um, I... Yeah, I couldn't do it myself. The trust you got, though, on that flip side. If, you, if you've seen what you've seen in Origin of um, Ponga ripping it up against the Blues and you've seen little glimpses in NRL and you thought, hold on, you know, if the Knights can play some decent footy, they you know, give him the right ball, they're in the attacking end enough, then maybe he sets some up. I feel like that's the issue with Ponga. He's a little bit like Dane Gagai in that he fires up for like a couple of big games per year, but week in, week out, he's not up there with he's some of the like origin Tedesco. switch. Like Gagai, yeah, the origin switch. It, yeah, yep, origin Gagai. So that's, that's why I'm avoiding there. And whereas Tedesco, every single game, you know that he's going to make close to 20 runs and mm. be involved. There has been plenty of 50s that we've been disappointed with from Tedesco yeah. throughout the year. Past month has been pretty good. When you look at it, he's only been owned by about 20% 
over everyone selling in ins and outs, and he's been posting his four-round average is not too bad. And as I said, I think that big score's right around the corner. Basically scored a ton too when um, Joey Manu was able to get basically a double ton, so there's points out there. Yeah. Josh is asking David Fafita, so pretty popular last week, especially after Murray went down. He's asking David Fafita or Payne Haas. What do you reckon about Payne Haas as a buy this week at 470k or whatever it is? Price it's is very attractive. cheap for a guy who's Price is done, right. Especially when done. that extra money could maybe allow you to do something else with your next trade next week that yeah. you might be like, oh, I'm short of that and now I can do that because I've got Haas. But Fafita's got that upside. He can just do the same thing as a Jelly Manu, get into dummy half, palm everyone up and say, see you later, slam the ball down and there's... Um, yes. I agree. Yeah, so Fafita's my captain this week, actually, with that Ooh, matchup cheeky. against the Bulldogs, which cheeky. I shouldn't have put that out there because I know I'm up in a whole bunch of head-to-head matchups, and I might change it later on, but I think <laughs> he um, was decent on his return last week. Yeah, he's one of these guys you get... Yeah, with like coming back from injury too, and he's one of these guys that can take a little bit of time to build up. In Flat track bully, maybe wrecks the so, dogs. Hopefully, that's that's what I'm hoping didn't, for. He didn't cross over last week, and yeah, he looks. Uh, he didn't do too yeah. much for that 75 points. I was yeah. He, he's one of my options this week too for captain option, and I definitely go David for feeder over Payne Haas. But if you need a front rower. At 480k, it'd be hard to go past Payne Haas, especially if he can get back to anything mm. like he did at the start. But I still don't think he's going to be at 100%. He might be better than what he was, but I still think he's surely he's going to be a little bit hindered. Mm. Yep. Well, we've got a big game tonight. Eels v the Broncos. Let's go through the burning issues. Dylan Brown. Um, very popular by... Uh, Is he? Probably a couple, no, probably two, I'm about to say, oh. about two months ago, he was very popular. Yeah. Uh, gone off the boil a bit. People are going for guys like Munster, Tedesco, they've got the right jewels, etc. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Dylan Brown tonight and how do you think he'll go? Oh, I can't, I, I feel like I'm going to get about a, somewhere between 50 and 70 from him tonight. That's my gut feeling. I don't love it, but I feel mm. like I don't have to move it on. I'm scared if Munster does come out and score 120 because it, you know, Stormer lost three games in a row, and you know he's now with Pappy gone. He just commands everything, and because it could be wet footy as well, less passing, more running for him, just palming people off. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be a big one from Dylan Brown, but I'm happy to roll him out. Yeah, he's not a guy who's on my radar, but definitely taking the field tonight. And I know that he is well owned in Supercoach. What are your thoughts on Dylan Brown this year? He's been really good. I've wanted to own him on a few occasions, but as you said, like this 5-8 spot, you only got two spots, and there's just so many big players that you want. Like, I couldn't fit him in. Um, how do I feel about him this week? I agree with Timmy. Between 50 and 70 seems to be pretty safe, but is that what you want when you've got guys like Munster who can go 1 to 20 plus, and there's plenty of other guys in that position? But, yeah, it's going to be a wet game tonight uh, out in Parramatta, and you know what I mean? If Parramatta do what they do best at Bank Western, or Combank, I should say, and turn up, then... He could be in for a bit of big score. And- Harris' draw's not great. That's the part that's bothering mm. me. So I've sort of drew out my own little handwritten thing you can see oh, here. Well, can you show it? Can you show it? I don't know. Can you get, get, get a close-up? a bit of a zoom in on Drop it like it's hot. Sure, it's still sure in the wrong it's, angles. I can't do this. I'm, I'm not sure if it's even possible. But oh, here we a, go. It's a beautifully coloured spreadsheet. Can you see that? No, it's just upsetting people that you want to view. Oh, and you can kind of see the colours in there. It's, uh, oh, that's really annoying to the people at home. But, okay, basically I've just done the thing that people do on the internet with spreadsheets, yep. but I did it with, my, with a pen. 
Yes. <laughs> um, and highlighters. So, yeah, I put out my own, like, colours oh, of... Yeah, oh, it's actually written. Oh, really? yeah, so I looked at it closely. Really so I, I put the top, the top nine's draw for the last, the next seven games. Only the top nine. That's great. Because I didn't, so couldn't fit the rest of the teams in the piece of paper. Um, and all the green have four points. Yep. Yellow. So basically, what I've coloured them has a point system. So the the worst, the third worst draw is the eels in my scoring system here. Mm. So not a great draw for them. They've got uh, the Broncos this week. It's a bit of an awkward game. Don't know really. I think it's going to be 18 to 12 for anyone who likes to <laughs> pay attention to the scoreline. Um, Panthers, <coughs> Manly, uh, Bunnies, mm, Dogs, good. But then we've got Broncos again, which I think they're good. And then Storm to finish off. Tough draw. We need to get you to post this to social media somewhere. I'll, the, I'll, I'll the put it in the comments if it's possible. The scribblings of a, uh, a Supercoach champion. You can't do photos on here, can you? It actually, you've got very nice handwriting, I have to say. I, I got a pen license in year two. I'll just yeah. let you know. Who <laughs> I was one of the first. Got early. Yeah. Do they even do those these days? Oh, <laughs> good question. Very good question. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Isaiah Papali'i. Unfortunately, I have to VC him this uh, tonight Why? because my, my non-players are playing so early oh, in the January round, loop. so I wouldn't be able to do the loophole with anyone else other than IPAP or someone playing tomorrow night, and I don't like, well, I don't have any players tomorrow night. So I have to VC him, and he's very popular. He's at about 12% in terms of the VC, but... I don't like that move. How do you think that IPAP will go tonight? Oh, you hadn't thought on this before. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't like it as a VC. It's boring. Like we're it's all so about, boring. Yeah, but what, if you yeah. have to do it, you have to do it. When you haven't, say, you're not in uh, Sanks' predicament here and you have options, you want to go someone with a high upside. Like last week, you know, a lot of us jumped on the Joe Manu VC and was the reason a lot of us moved up. And that was a pod move. That was 4% mm. and his ceiling was huge. So I think each week you should be trying to target. If IPAP scores you 100 points, you're in a tough position going, am I going to loop this? You can't leave for 100, 100 you can't. Especially yeah. if you have Grant Anderson looming in your thing, you don't oh. know where he's going to go. That's 10 points right there. So I think you've got to make sure you go for a guy because 100 points will make you think about a loop, but I don't think it'd be the right In your choice. case, so you probably just need to trust the captain that you're going with. And then if your captain doesn't play for whatever reason, at least you've got a safe iPad there as your mm. VC. Exactly. And I think the, the main point I want to make here is if you're watching for the first time and you haven't do, done too many loopholes, is that you need to do a dry run of this before it happens. You need to mm. check who, who's going to come in. You can't just pick, oh, you know, Nathan Cleary's playing pretty early in the week, so I'll put the VC on him. You need to do a dry run of everything, uh, work out ho how it all happens and yeah. who, who gets locked out when and work out who you can actually use as your VC. Quick question without notice, who is your VC this weekend? Who's my VC this week? That's probably something I'm not even anywhere near yet. I'm still trying to work out my trades, but I think... I don't think I'm going to be looping this week, my gut feel. If I bring in Tedesco, it'll be Tedesco. Um, but the problem is I don't think I can affect my loops because the guys that I'm looking at are pretty much later in the round. I don't like anything tonight. I don't like anything. Oh, actually, I might go Garrick. Garrick. I might. Huge. Just because it's early. Quick, I might. Yeah. Quick VC. Yeah, DCE. So bringing him in for Paps this week. And I just spoke about pod high ceilings. DCE it is. Um, well, we'll go to so much chat about Latrell Mitchell this week. And one of the reasons he is one of the most purchased players is that he scored the Supercoach Player of the Week last week. Let's roll the tape. Mitchell, Mitchell. It is a 
awesome. Mitchell at his menacing best. Uh, sorry, there are some crazy comments coming through that definitely can't be mentioned. But in terms of Latrell, we've spoken about him already, but do you agree with Latrell being the most purchased player this week? I don't agree with him being the most purchased because of the matchup. Um, I love it. I kind of like that I have him. I don't love it as a buy now. I thought you should have been on it for the got on him when, when yeah. he's playing the buy round. The buy round, yeah, Jeez, 100%. You know, That's um, when you need to get on. I still think that Latrell... Uh, but with Pappy going interested. down, if you don't want to, if you've already got Teddy, maybe the Latrell's the next guy, and that makes sense. So he looks. I mean, Latrell is not a uh, particularly supercoach friendly player in that he does not have a high work rate at all. He can get missing. I've got a different vibe about him he, now. Is it? Is it? Is it? Aura. Exactly what I was about to say. He looks so keen. He looks uh, to be so committed to the Rabbitohs this mm. year that I. Look, going without him, would be, it's going to be scary watching the Rabbitohs without him, even with tough matchups, because he does tend to fire up against the big teams as well. Yeah, well, funny you say that, because I'm doing exactly that. I just I feel like sometimes, especially if you want to go up a bit up, when everyone goes left, you go right. So um, it makes sense. If Tedesco and Latrell are going to be your two best fullbacks, but if you're feeling something else, like I'm feeling DCE could be a good option, I'm doing him instead of Latrell, but... Uh, you're right, saying so. I'm going to be very scared not owning him watching those games. But but on the flip side, if I own Latrell, I'm probably not going to be able to get DCE. I'm equally as scared, yeah. probably if not more, that he's getting DCE than I am. But I can't make that trade. It's going to cost me a trade. So you can't have them all. There's going to be one or two players that are out-and-out guns that I've identified that you won't be able to have. You just so, can't fit them in. Um, there's a question come through just now about DC and the goal-kicking duties. Well, you Does gave us a bit of an um, info well, on this, didn't you? I'll leave that for Tim Williams for tomorrow to, to uh, get out. But, yeah, I think um, I don't want to reveal his story. But DCE, if he's not kicking goals, what do you reckon? Oh, as, 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 a, as, a, as a potential owner, I didn't buy him going, yep, he's going to kick goals for the rest of the season because I assume that if yeah. Garrick stayed fit and healthy, he's going to get him back. And it doesn't bother me. We know what uh, DC can do. And the main reason I like him, even without the goals, is this Manly team has surprised me. I thought without Tom, we'd see the same story with the struggle to get wins. I think they're playing better footy. Like They're playing really good footy without him. So... I think Garrick and DC, two, the, those two and Owakalatu, I think they're very key players for them, not in just Supercoach, but for their team. So mm. I don't have Garrick, so the flip side is DC, and I think those two are going to be heavily involved in their attacking. So goal kicking would be nice, but I don't think it's absolutely necessary. Yep, good call there. Let's go late mail. So many late changes this week. Let's run through them. So repeating the use for tonight's games, there's not much happening really, but I'll point out that Ryan Madison has been cleared and Payne Haas is going to play as well. So you can safely lock in those two very popular Supercoach players. In terms of late mail, Joey Manu is still in a bit of doubt, but the great late mailman Tim Williams says that he's likely to play. Uh, keep an eye on late mail, but thankfully they play pretty early mm. in the round. They're on um, third game, the third it? game, so they're, yeah, they're Friday night. So you should know pretty early on. Um, in terms of Joey Manu, though, I, I want to ask you, he's been killing it at fullback, he's been killing it at 5'8", back to centre this week with a whole bunch of players back, including Luke Keary. 
What are your thoughts on him as a buy this week? Would you be going out of your way to get him now that he's back in that centre That's position? a really tough one. As an owner, I'm pretty f- glad I have him. It's annoying that he's gone to centres as an owner, but for as a non-owner, it makes the... Like, if he was at fullback or 5'8", you're like, OK, I just got to get him. But now he's moved to centres, it's kind of like... Oh, he's going to touch the ball a bit less. Maybe I don't have to. But the thing is, Joey Manu says all the time, I just play my footy. Wherever I play, I just play my solo footy. But the thing is, he's going to get less touches in centres compared to fullback or 5'8". Look, I think if you were trying to split, so the three most popular purchases in in that position this week are Manu, Garrick and Val Holmes. Who would you be going with out of those three? That's, that's or so, or throw question. someone else into the mix as well. That, no. Dewey. Do, oh, man. Yeah, we mean... If the Tigers were going slightly better, I'd be all over Dewey. Dewey killed it last uh, year. Yeah. And he, the he's Tigers dropped 160k. And yeah. Last look, year you could only get him in 5.8, which I did, which was a key factor for me winning Supercoach. And... Do you know what? You can get him in CWT and squeeze him in about amongst seven other players this but, year. Yeah, you're right. Could you go him over a Holmes or those three? That's are the all problem tough. this year. Yeah. See, Manu, if he some, if Kiri somehow goes out of that side with injury again, which is possible concussion, and Manu goes back to five eight, he's an absolute must. You, you need him. Mm. But if he stays in centre, then I think I prefer Garrick or Holmes based on goal kicking and. Per your, per your spreadsheet, that Cowboys run is really good. Yeah, so I wouldn't mind. Holmes or, so, yeah, yeah, Holmes could be be a good one. I think Holmes is definitely the pod out of that lot. And oh, Dewey's your bigger pod of all well, of those well, four. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Dewey. But Holmes is up to... Yesterday he was at 10%, so he's probably at maybe 12%. Well, he's been brought in by 6,500, I looked an hour ago. So. It seems like it's a pod, but not a pod. A lot of people, a lot of people are talking it as a pod because a lot of people are talking it as a pod. A lot more people are now doing it, which is making it less of a pod. But it's good because he kicks goals, the run's good, um, the team's going fantastic. But, I mean, he's in the centres. Centres are a little bit better this year than they were last year. They are getting some choices, yep. but with the amount of um, key players in that side, I can see... You know, maybe it not working out as well as we'd like. But it's, oh, it's definitely a big decision to be made this weekend. Um, looks like I'd probably go Garrick so, over those three over Manu. Just yeah, with the draws, everything factored in, kicking and everything. Garrick, Garrick yeah, is yeah, he's, he's, he's one of about seven people on my radar for next week. Ruben Garrick, uh, Richie Kenner. So it's a chance that he could come in in the back line in place of Jed Cartwright. Now Cartwright was a pretty popular cheapie this week. Would you be reversing that trade for Jed Cartwright if he doesn't play? Or is it actually better if he just gets ruled out? Depends what you're buying him for. If you're buying him for, you know, potential now and then as enough, then, yeah, you can do it. Uh, obviously, if you're trying to get him as enough, you're not getting him at bottom dollar price. But I guess if you start to run you out of trades... You want enough, find a no. genuine other enough. But if you wanted a bit of depth, then you also wanted him as a number and he's now around this yeah. 18th, 19th man... Might not be so bad, but yeah, I, uh, I don't think I entirely like it. I feel it. like if you're going for, if you want depth, you'd go for Jojo for feeder this week yeah. as the cheapie and not Jed Carter. Yeah, and if you want enough, go Shannon Harris. Shannon Harris is pretty popular. And speaking of nuffs, Grant Anderson could be back into that team for the Storm this week with Wishart moving to the bench. Can't see Wishart playing on the wing. So, yeah. yeah, so... Crazy. Um, I know I feel him from last week under emergency, but when you've got a plan the whole week, I don't see that... 
Craig Bellamy will go, yeah, that's the best option for us this weekend. So how do you think that's going to affect Anderson, though? Because he's one of these... I mean, he's playing at the Storm. He can score a lot of tries, but it looks like he can go pretty low as well. Well, if, if they play poor again, then, yeah, it could be detrimental. As I said, all of us looking at, like, a potential looping, he could be a real thorn in, you know... I don't feel like he's a good thing. I know he's at the Storm, and if he does keep that wing spot for the year, I can't see him being on the back of, like... A gift, three no. tries or anything for some reason. I don't know. I just can't see it. 14 to 20 yeah. points in 80 minutes. And, uh, yeah, I think it doesn't really matter if he plays on the bench or that we could be in trouble either way. So I guess my main question here is how hard are you going on the nuffs? Are you going for – usually at this time of the year, everyone just goes nuff, 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 and you use the VC loophole for the next six rounds till the end of the season. Are you going to go hard on that this year or leave a couple of guys up your sleeve? Well, you don't have enough trades to start nothing. No, you? but if I did, I still don't think I would unless I really needed to. Uh, we mentioned before in the pod uh, about uh, COVID. Mm. So you're going to want those trades in case one of your big man goes, goes down. What if they go down in the last two rounds? You, if you've got a trade, you'll happily trade them where a lot of other players aren't going to be able to do that. So, um, yeah, I don't really... If, if you can avoid the nothing, then don't. I guess, yeah, I've yeah, got no I'll trades, but... I've got 460k in the bank, so I guess I mean I don't have to enough. So I don't have enough trades to be nothing myself, and I also find that I have too many nuffs already. Yeah, <laughs> I've probably got more nuffs than the average bear, and um, yeah, I'm a bit worried about the COVID thing. So try avoid it if you can. That's why I picked up Pole when I picked him up last week. I was like. Oh, at least he's a cheapie. He might play for me. If things go terrible, I might need him to do 30 or 40 Just points. Just get your 40 points out of nowhere. So many questions coming through. The Morgan Harper chat is, uh, there's just so Epic. much Morgan Harper chat. Uh, no, no, he smashes Talakai. He'll smash him, bro. He's from the area, bro. <laughs> I'm not even an Islander, but hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, but Morgan Harper couldn't handle Talakai. That's a point. Oh, yeah. He could. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Talakai, run at him. Yeah. <laughs> we seem to have nuffed out early on the super coach. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, there's there's some um, talk to bring back Robert Bruns for a show as well. They like Yeah, Lucy Goosey, um, David Fafita or Cameron Murray. How would you split those guys? I actually, I can't really talk about this because I've got both. I got Fafita last week, and I'm bringing in Murray this week ahead of some guys like Garrick and Holmes, etc. Just because my forward pack isn't very good. Um, but how would you split those two? All, all three of us own David Fafita, so I guess that's saying something. You don't own Murray, do you? No. I don't own Murray. Um, I love him, though. I, I love just... him, yeah, but I think the reason we all go Fafita is just the upside, and although people brought him in last week, he's still kind of a pot. He's still, I think, around 15. Oh, it's not bad for David Fafita. Yeah. When I looked at him last, he was under 20, so I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't mind it at all. I think I'd prefer him just with his upside. We know he can go 150. He's versing the Bulldogs this week. He hasn't scored a try since he's come back. But in the flip side, um, you know, what if he's not 100% and gets hurt mm. again? That's a tough part. Worst team. Yep. Yep. Only to have a bit of a tough draw. It doesn't really hurt. Um, I don't think Murray, though, in that position, it's more sort of going to affect your... You know, halves and your fullbacks and well, wingers and stuff like that. The attacker players. Fafida is my sneaky V, uh, my sneaky C this week. Oh, I'll okay. put it out there, but I could change it. Might just be throwing out a few uh, random Smoke and mirrors doing some Craig Bellamy's. A bit of Craig Bellamy action. Uh, let's do right now guilty pleasures. So this is the player that you shouldn't pick, but you can't help yourself. Who, who's that this week? For me, it's 
Look, I could, I've got a lot of positions to fix up. I think um, I should be concentrating on centre wing, but for some reason I'm drawn towards Cameron Murray, even with the um, concussion issues and stuff the last couple of weeks. I can understand you, why you've created as a bit of a guilty. Oh, I don't really have any guilty pleasures for the trades I'm bringing in because I'm like, if I thought that was somewhat guilty, I just wouldn't do it. I'd just yeah. do the things I feel most <laughs> innocent about. Um, but I, the one that's popped up to my mind was a guy I had last year, the Goz. I had him at the start of the season, Jack Jugovsky. Um, he was there for the whole year, just couldn't get rid of him. And I, when he started getting a little bit of time in footy this year, I thought, could I bring him in? I just like him. I like his name, the Goz. I like, the Goz. Yeah, yeah. I like a bit of a cult hero. Who's your guilty pleasure? Uh, I don't say I have entirely one, but close to it is, I guess, um, I talked myself out of it, but I really want a Valentine Holmes. I just look at his run, he's kicking goals, the Cowboys are playing great, and I really wanted to get him, but I talked myself out of it with the minimal trades, but I'd say definitely that would be my guilty pleasure because I don't need a centre wing, but I really want him. Mm. Uh, we've spoken a lot about Latrell Mitchell. Uh, he obviously went over to the US and rehabbed that, hamstring injury. This is a teaser of the documentary. We and Philly, baby. Ready to go. Get some training done. Get strong. Get back to South. Do my thing. Can't wait. Obviously get myself strong and then be able to carry all the you know, things I learned for the next 14 days um, through my whole career. Is gifted to learn something quickly, has a lot of skills and power and speed and can express it, competitive, things like that. He's pretty special. Yeah, it's what I love to do and like I said, I'm, you know, people can take the piss out of this trip and say, oh, he's a golden boy or he's, he can't even back up a season, he can't play finals. I said, well, this is why I'm investing myself because I'm so invested in the club because I want to go to that, that level. And we, once we get there, there's no stopping me. It's the limit. So watching that live, it looks like Mikey's getting a bit of cold feet on <laughs> Is that true? Oh, looking at it, man, like uh, I know you said it earlier about Latrell, and it makes you think, oh, do I, do I need to grab him? Is Anthony potting the right thing? He's the kind of player that definitely not owning him could be detrimental to our season. So could this be the biggest year that Latrell Mitchell ever has? I mean, uh, like it, it's looking like he's the most dialed in, that's for sure, and he's looking really fit. Could he do Tommy I, Turbo things? Then Tommy Turbo well, came back and said, wham, I mean, bam, bam. bam. Around, could he do it in 10? Could Latrell Mitchell be the... I don't know if he can get the mathematically, but I still think mm. that he can get them pretty deep into the finals, particularly when him and Cody Walker uh, got that combination going. The story's set up for him. Um, comes back from injury, bunnies are struggling, comes back and carries him to a final. Yeah, I love a narrative. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to make me think about this <laughs> before I lock, lock a trade in. We've spoken about it a fair bit already, but cheapies versus nuffs, we're going to do the cheapie of the week. Look, if I was going to go for a cheapie, and I've, I've said it already, but Jojo Fafita, I think, is... By far the best cheapie this week, even though he's only played one game. You're going a week early. I don't think that matters too much at this time of the year. 
I just like the name. It just yeah. scares people at quick oh. glance. They're going to go, oh, you got Fafita. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's even got the Titans logo on it, so it's very it's, scary at first. I, was, I typed it in today, and there's something like six Fafitas in the NRL. It's mm, basically... Wow. There's probably, a Billy Army Fafita, which just makes, yeah. blows my mind. I love that. It's probably rivaling, like, Smith as one of the most popular surnames in rugby mm. league right now. He's also known as Sasefo Fafita as well. So on the team list, you'll see him as Sasefo. But in Supercoach is Jojo for feeder. It's confusing. What are your What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree with you. With uh, if I had to get a cheapie this week, it would be him. I know we mentioned uh, Jed Cartwright before as well as an option, but. The thing that worries me about Fafita, if you generally, if you're happy for him to become enough, then sweet. But if you want him to kind of as like a bit of backup, like, you know, what if uh, they've got plenty of centre wings at the Gold Coast Titans? Like, what if uh, they call back Greg Marzihue or something? Like, there's just yeah. so many different options. If they keep not performing and not mm-hmm. get a win, they're going to make changes again. Heaps of questions coming through. There's bull- there's always Bullimore questions on here. Um, no. The answer is just No. Uh, Cooler, Mam, or McInnes as final reserve this week? Cooler. Um, Cooler's been killing it, hasn't he? Cooler's. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, the matchup he's got against the Dragons, and I, for some reason, have been saying on podcasts, Cooler could outscore this player all week. And it's just a hypothetical, yeah. but I've used it as my hypothetical, so for some reason, I feel like Cooler's going to have a big one as, because I've, I've used it as my hypothetical. I feel like because I sold him a couple of weeks ago, he's just gone absolutely gangbuster since then, and I've said on every. Pretty much every podcast, Cooler's is going to go big at some stage this year. It's going to happen for him. It's going to happen for him. I sold him two weeks ago, and he's gone got a ton last week. It's just just how it happens. I still back that trade though. It was in the buy round. You had to get it done. Um, thoughts on traded Edwards for Latrell, but I'm not sure on this at all. Oh, I wouldn't want to hold on to Edwards just because yeah, I, I don't think, think you're going to get ahead a with Edwards, even though not many people have him. He's probably going to get you. You know the 60s, 70s, and you'd be pumped when you get to an 80. He gets, he can get you know your 100, but is, is, they don't use Penrith don't use him as their attacking strike weapon. Whereas Latrell's the man. So if you like what you see in Latrell, then get him. Depends on how many trades you got too as well. Like if you've got less than four, I'd be taking it a little bit easy and maybe not swap players that are playing for other players that are also playing. You didn't really need to do that. NJ is asking Dylan Edwards or Holmes this week in the fullback position. Holmes. I think you have to go Holmes with the rum. Yeah, yeah. I think that's... uh, And a lot of questions about Drinkwater as well. What do you reckon? Yeah, he's not a bad player. Do you you still own him? Nah, I sold him. You sold, yeah. Yeah, I sold Drinky. I had to get... um, Who did I get in? I got in uh, Latrell Mitchell, the man we speak of, I think. But, um, yeah, well, I mean, he's a good player. He can kill it. He's in a good side. Uh, they've got a pretty good draw. But if you look through the scores, there are some scary ones in there. And um, it's just something, if you're going to take that risk, you've got to be prepared that you know that you can get that low score. But if you want to take the risk, take it. Jeremy is asking Angus Crichton or Cody Walker for last reserve. So Crichton's got a good matchup against the Knights. Um, Cody's got a pretty tough matchup. Who have they got? Is it the Storm? The Storm. Yeah, he's yeah. popped out a 17 and a 16 in his past two scores against them. But oh. He also busted out the record score at the time against the Roosters. Exactly when we so thought can... we couldn't do it. I was selling him this week, but I'm not only this week, only because I think, oh, can I just wait till next week? He's got a zero BE. And I'm thinking yeah. maybe any money that he makes at 30K, 50K, whatever it might be, 
could be the, the factor in me making the, the trade I need next week. The, the factor for me is that Latrell and Cody together, um, I think something... Something good, going on. St- stuff is going to happen. It may not be good stuff, but there's going to be stats yeah. that are going to come out of that. Yeah, I've made the and, call too. Um, I think that the Storm will target Latrell. They'll go, well, here's our danger man. Let's put two or three guys yeah. on him, which should give and a bit Cody of space to Cody at the Cody. back. AJ. Yeah. Three tries. Owner yeah. of AJ goes yeah. over for Hattie. Yeah. Not a Hattie, so, but we'll get one. We'll be happy with one. I'd mate. be happy with three. Last reserve out of McInnes or Talakai. Personally, I'd be going Talakai because he's got upside, yeah. Um, and we've got a question here. Who are your final two fullbacks? Quickly. Well, one is definitely Luttrell, and unless yep. he stinks it for some reason against the big teams, which I don't think is going to happen, I'm going to lock him in and just can't trade him. Pappenhausen's got to go. Um, I'm not too sure who's going to be my final fullback. I think I, it's probably going to be Teddy, though. Yeah, I've currently got... So Tedesco I want to get in next week, but I've got Nico Hines in that position now. Um, well, that's the thing, because you can move Nico Hines can, there for this week, but then you can move Nico Hines exactly. back there and get someone it's, else there. So that's who's your so final fullback. It's so yeah, handy. It's so I think, yeah, I'll end up with Tedesco there at some stage. I liked it because there are a few players that we don't know who we're going to get. If you just wait another week, one of them might go down injured or something might happen and then answers yep. the question for you. So I liked that you don't have to make all your decisions this week. You can go, I definitely want these two guys this week and I'll decide between those three that are really hard to toss up in the next coming weeks. Well, Trent Copeland hosted the show last week. Tim, you were on. Uh, we're going to do Copes Captains right now. Right, so Nathan Cleary right at the top of the list. He's at 18%, which is it's pretty high for this It's understandable. Are you both? Are you a Panthers fan as well? Yeah, mm. massive right, Panthers so, fan. Right, yep. uh, so, like, are you two? I mean, should I even be asking this question? Well, I, I don't know if I'm going to captain him. I'm, I'm scared, and I think I might ensure myself with maybe a VC. I said Garrick earlier, but I've been—he just laid in the round, isn't he? He's a bit in the middle of Saturday, five thirty. Surprisingly, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not interested. Surprisingly, he's playing the Sharks. The Sharks are pretty good. They kept the Cowboys to twelve points last week. It's at home. Like I actually don't know what the stat is off the top of my head, but what does he average? But at, I feel like he's at least going to get your ninety points like in a bad game, so you can take that as your captain. A quick yeah, thing too: Penrith haven't been home. If you count those rep round by and the buy that they had recently, they haven't been at home in a month. So he's I back from a loss on he's, Origin. He's had a resting. Like uh, to be honest, he could have a massive one. But went to the Manchester United game and they tagged him on uh, their page. That's a pretty big deal. Huge. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be a close game, and I just don't know if he could go 125 plus this week, and I think it's a good week to try and go away from the crowd. Go but away from it, yep. I can't cool. say no to anybody that wants to captain him. It's a tough week for captaincy this week because a lot of the big guys are in big clashes, really tough matchups. as is the next guy on this list, Nico Hines, who is taking on Cleary in, the, in that same clash. I feel like Hines away from home at Penrith with Penrith's record at that ground. I I can't be going there for captaincy. Mm. Not for me either. He struggles no. away from the Sharks' home ground. Well, not struggles, but he seems to get his massive scores at home. So this will be a tough game for them either way. I think it's going to be a close one. You'd have to have like a really blinder, blinder, blinder against the Panthers. You can still play, have a great game and not score that well. Yeah, and the Panthers do have like an amazing defence mm. uh, wherever they play, certainly when they're at home as well. Tedesco's at 8%. Um, what are your thoughts on him? Latrell playing late on the week as well, tough matchup. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, it's, it's Latrell against the Storm feels risky. It's a feel pretty all in, I think. Like yep. it's The Storm have lost three games. You feel like I they're going to. I don't gonna, mind it. Yeah, I, I really know. don't mind it. Is it. We're talking on the way here, we're like, could the Storm just 
just fade out now. And just we all, keep, like, always expect them to bounce back, yeah. but what if they don't? Mm. Then if you're backing like a new girl or a troll this week or you're backing something else to happen, then that's how you could also get a jump up on everyone else. So I don't think it's out of the question. Uh, you look at this lineup and they're missing some key blokes and they're chucking a hooker in the wing and I'm just going, there's a bit more chaos here than normal. So that's why I'm just waiting a week or months as I would like to have a look at if they can bounce back, which I'm sure they will, but they might not. Quick one-word answer for this one. No explanations. Mm. But this is going to be hard cap- for me. Who's your captain right now? For me, it is David Fafita. Without any lies, Viliami Kikau. He's always my Kikau <laughs> before pre... Like, I look, leave him there until I make my mind up. So, Viliami Kikau is right now my... Oh, you said one word. Fuck. I said one word, yeah. Uh, and Tedesco for me at the moment. Tedesco. All right, I feel... Yeah, I, I agree with you that it is a week to zig while others zag because a lot of the big guys are, have got tough matchups. We'll take questions till the end of the show. we got just over... Just under three minutes. Um, what have we got? Kicker won't be my captain for anyone who's going to think I'll do what Timmy's doing. I'm not captaining though. He's just, he's just the pre-round one to hype the boys. He the boys up. Yeah. Brock, do you still own Mulatalo? Yes. So, question here: oh. to sell May or Mulatalo for Holmes? I wouldn't sell either of them. Yeah. Hold on yep. to both of those guys. Sharky's got a good draw coming up. It's a tough one this week, but you'll want Mulatalo if you're on home. You and don't you'll have want to May. play him. Like I'm, I'm pers- I own him, and I'm happily not playing him this round just because I think that the wingers may struggle. Uh, in Penrith, so you know you don't have to play him, but yeah. I reckon you've got another centre. You They're can both tell very handy, handy blokes to have for their own. Um, Harrison saying Valentine Holmes is captain this week. I know Rob Sutherland's doing that. What are your thoughts? I like that. Joey Manu last week. I know he didn't play centre, but that could be a good one mm. to me. Um, you dro- apparently you dropped an F bomb. I didn't even really I did. notice. I didn't notice. I was aware. <laughs> did he? Yeah, no. When I spoke too long, I said it was dramatic. I tried to hide it under a few other things, but oh, yeah, it, was, it, it was. definitely hasn't gone unnoticed on the chat. That's Sorry about that. Sorry sure. uh, to the good Christian listeners at home. Uh, Valentine Holmes or Cameron Murray? I'm going Cameron Murray. That's only because my forward pack's junk. I'd probably mm. be tempted to go with the upside guy if I had some decent forwards. Mm. Yeah. We had a guy just come in too, Peter, just asked uh, who was my two final two fullbacks because I didn't say it. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Tedes- sorry. Tedesco and Hines at the moment, but I think, yeah, Tedesco and Mitchell would be the best fullback combo. Uh, we've got a question here. Is Anthony LaFranchi a must? I think we're rewinding about 12 years in Supercoach there, but he was a must back in the day. He's great. Drink water or Captain... Uh, Oh, Burbo is a decent question because Burbo's, should you play him this week, looks like he'll come into that team right. with, um, is it Andrew Davey out with COVID? So would you play Burbo this week? My gut says no at this time of the season. Yeah, they're yeah. playing a rough draw and he might have one of those games that he had in that breakout game where I think he scored 90 when we all wanted to rush him in. And he yeah. was in centre. If he plays 80 at second row, then have a look at their bench makeup, see who comes onto the bench and what positions they fill. Maybe that's a nice pod it move. could be good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel it depends on the bench. Look, we're going to crown the zinger of the week. And it's not even a zinger. It's from Rod Maroney saying, no, it's not, the, it's not the Teletubby. It's just Rod saying... Um, Absolute, I've lost it now. It was a compliment. It was oh. absolute bumper panel tonight. Well done, guys. Well, Rod, I think that, that we'll, we'll, go, we'll, we'll take our time really. after the show to spend the time, find that comment, <laughs> screenshot it and post it on our social yep. media so everyone get, knows that we get, get good one, reviews. You're going to get one of these balls right here sent to you. Big thanks to the panel tonight, Mike and Tim from the Supercoach Experience. We'll catch you next week. 